Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live on Thursday. We hope that everyone enjoyed a wonderful Thanksgiving last week. I know I did. I absolutely had a great time. Of course. And uh, not shortly too far ahead of us is Sleigh Bells Ring. <laughs> Are you listening? Hey. I think that's your second job. In the lab. I'd be a great lounge singer. I think singer. you would be lounge singer. Yeah, right. It depends on the song because I can really do that one fairly wow. well. I have a few, but not a lot. Oh, this is great news. So In it, the land, snowy glistening. Hey. I See, I'm love like, it. See, I had like the cheese effect. So. Oh, you, you, I love it. So, you know, maybe you should pick some lounges in Kirkland. I hey. can go meet you. We'll have a drink and you can sing to the audience. Right. How exciting. Exactly. I'll sing directly to you. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, I have that, to. I so will you'll be my that. first, yeah. Part well, of... I'll turn red. You know? Yeah, right. Oh, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm shy. I, I will definitely turn red. <laughs> I don't know him. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that everyone is having a wonderful time at the beginning of this fabulous holiday season mm-hmm. here in Seattle in the Northwest area. We're getting lots of snow in the mountains. Um, in fact, it's pretty cold. Down here, not too close to the mountains. It's kind of like 35 degrees, at least when I was driving to the studio this morning. Just about freezing, although I'm up a little earlier, which I definitely was in the (laughs) 20s. And tomorrow, maybe the teens, uh, high teens. So if you're out there, dress warmly. And ooh, be careful. I know a lot of people kind of like sneak out. Yes. Yeah. In addition to, I know some people probably don't think about it, but you know how you start your vehicle in the morning and then run back in so it's warm when you run back out? Please be careful on when you do that because there's a lot of slip, but there's also little creepers. Creepers are walking neighborhoods and apartment complexes. I'm just letting everybody know. know, I think that's a really good because I did that the other day. Yeah. You know, and I actually kind of forgot my car was, you know, warming up. (laughs) Yeah. I think I started to curl my hair some more (laughs) or something. Who knows what? And it dawned on me like, huh, someone could just walk down my driveway, jump in my car, and take it. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it was still there in the driveway. And I know, right? Yeah. And my hair got curled and, you know, everything's all good. good. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But I think that's good advice. That's really great advice. Well, so here we are Thursday mm-hmm. in Seattle live, and one of my favorite guests will be joining us on the show, Christopher Renstrom. He's an astrologer. He's also the creator of RulingPlanets.com, and his book, Ruling, um, Ruling Planets, is fantastic. It's gorgeous by Har- HarperCollins. I have a copy right by my bed. Always looking at uh, different people's ruling planets all the You're time. You're looking at his face in the book jacket. Well, that's true. Christopher's like, oh, quite handsome. I don't know if you've met him before, but he's a really great looking guy. And by your bedside. Hmm. <laughs> You're going to make him blush, no, no, right. actually. He probably is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, RulingPlanets.com is a subscription-based interactive astrology magazine. You really should check it out. It's lovely. Based on the book, Ruling Planets. Rinstrom has been a practicing astrologer since 1985. He currently writes the daily horoscopes for the San Francisco Chronicle, replacing the um, Dixon Astrology in 1995, and SFGate.com. Now the exclusive astrologer for Patty Stranger, the millionaire matchmaker, which we also had the privilege of seeing mm-hmm. a lovely appearance of Christopher on that show. And I can't wait to talk what we can ask him questions about. His popular forecasts appear weekly on SheKnows.com. I read those. Those are great. His weekly forecasts cover all areas of your life, including weekly, love, career, horoscopes. Recently, Christopher was voted Best Astrologer by City's Weekly 
Best of Utah for 2013 and 2012. Please welcome Christopher Rindstrom to the show. Hi, Christopher. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thank you. That's terrific. Thank you. (laughs) So how's it going on The Millionaire Matchmaker? I know you can't talk much about it because are are you guys filming right now? Are they filming for a a new Uh, season? No, actually, uh, tonight is the premiere of season seven. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the quick turnaround we were filming over the summer. Oh, my gosh. And so, And, uh, so, so which episodes are you in? Who knows? I, I've yet to know. That. I, I always find out later whether I'm like even on or off because you know they'll film you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you survive the cutting room floor, oh, wow. which can be a little bit of a of a dire straits. But um, <laughs> so we'll see. And I think um, my millionaire did okay. Uh, oh yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he she met someone. Um, so he met someone. Is that what you meant? She. She. Okay. All right. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm off She's the being season. vague, though, too. That's good, though, or generic, just because of today's, you know, I know. age. And you, you could I, have any different partner. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's true. But I, I'm off a season, I think. I think I must be, like, one oh. season behind. So so your, your, your female millionaire did great, is what you're saying? Well, I, I, I think so, because I, I, they also make a point of, like, like not, you know, it's kind of like, Christopher, hi, come in and do this, because I also do other work for Patty, which is, you know, her website and horoscopes and things like that for, right. you know, and then I'm a part of the mixers, which are not all filmed. Oh, um, you know, I want to go to those. <laughs> matchmaker company is not, uh, pre-existed the television show. So the television right. show is kind of, will sort of feature things from that, but her regular business is the millionaire uh, matchmaker. So I'll fly on in or do over the phone like different mixers and, and things like that. Um, so, you know, uh, so it's been wonderful to be able to film and one always sort of keeps one's fingers crossed that, mm-hmm. that, that you make the cutting room floor. But other than that, no, there's a lot of work. But yeah, no, it's a self-made millionaire. She's, I think she was like 32, a Sagittarius, very, uh, very hot wire. <laughs> so were you <laughs> helping her to calm down her hot wire so that she could actually hook up with someone in, in, in the respectful way? <laughs> right, right. Um, actually, uh, I'm a big believer in sort of living according to your chart, mm. you know, and I think a lot of the problems that she was having was in trying to calm down that sort of Sagittarian fire, wow. when in fact, actually, you know, m- my philosophy is, no, you should be living out of that. That's who you are. And um, and 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 be that, but no, she got some advice like not talking at the at the same time as the other fellow. Or you know, fire signs have a tendency to sort of feel like the relationship relies on their shoulders, so they'll do mm-hmm. the relating for both parties. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of times with fire signs, what I'll say is, you know, like listen or let the other person, you know, sort of participate as well. You don't have to wow them or show them or win them over or or woo them constantly. Wow. Wow. That's very interesting. That's very lovely. Well, we wish you the best of luck on The Millionaire Matchmaker. I think I need to catch up on a season so I can catch this one. I I keep thinking about this one that I had on the um, Facebook page about you giving advice to a gentleman, but that must have been... Oh, yeah, that was the previous season. Yeah, see? I'm a season behind. I think I know the main reason why is because, you know, Marie's been dating so much lately (laughs) that she hasn't had a a chance to go back to that. How do you know about my dating life? We know about it on the air. You've been talking about it. Yes, come on. Oh my gosh, I'm turning so red right now. It's embarrassing. Lizards know. They always know about people's dating lives. See? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm not going to talk about my dating life on um, the show. She's turning red. <laughs> I am. No, no. Look at her. Look at her. Oh my gosh. At any rate, um, so Christopher, I thought before we would start answering phone calls, um, is that we sure. talk about trends for next year, since it's almost next year. Yes. 
we're, right. we're just about there. <laughs> and, you know, one of my um, concerns, because I love Obamacare, and I'm so happy that it's actually here, even though mm-hmm. everyone's trying to stuff it into a bag and throw it in a closet and pretend like it doesn't work. And, of course, it does have clinches. Um, but what do you think is going to happen overall? Do you think that Obamacare is going to sustain? Absolutely. Uh, Obamacare is a scrapper. Um, Everything that takes place in time has a horoscope. Anything that's born into time, whether it's a person or the foundation of a building or the passing of a bill, will have a horoscope. And Obamacare um, came into existence uh, or or was passed on March 21st, 2010. So it's an Aries. It's actually right there on the first day of Aries. Oh, wow. which is probably why you feel such a strong kinship. I do. I feel such a kinship with it. And, of course, I believe that every American deserves to have wonderful medical care. And although this isn't the perfect, you know, solution, it's a step it's forward. Something. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was born on the first day of the spring equinox under um, Mars and Leo. And Barack Obama is a Leo. So its ruling planet Mars fell in his sign. So there's an absolute connection between the two of them. The, the two of them are linked. They sink or swim together. Um, Mars at the time had just come out of retrograde um, and had been sort of wreaking its own havoc. Maybe you remember, um, oh boy, the actress, I suddenly, uh, the one who won the Oscar only to find out the next day that her husband was like cheating on her. Um, I, oh, God. Uh, oh, I think that should be so know. easy for us to know. Benny's going to find looking. out for you. Yeah. Okay, right. It's the Leo. Like, like that was a typical example. Oh, <laughs> like so it, she was in blindsided or, or something oh. like that. And so she, that was an example. Of, anyway, so Mars was just coming out of retrograde. So it's always been barely squeaking by. It barely squeaked by when it passed. Um, when the Supreme Court voted on it, um, that was in uh, March 26, 27, 28, 2012. So the March 26, 27, 28, that's Aries again. And uh, for some strange, bizarre reason, Mars was once again in Leo. And mm-hmm. at that time, it was in retrograde. Mm-hmm. And so again, it just squeaked by barely. Um, and so when Obamacare was officially launched, um, which I believe was on uh, October 1st, Mars was once again in Leo. So, so these are the things as an astrologer I'll look for, you know, because Mars will return to its sign once every two years about. And so the fact that, you know, we have such strong Mars being in the sign of Leo, which is what it was born under, is a good thing. What did not go well for it is that it was uh, the Obamacare was launched October 1st. Um, you are always weakest in the sign that is opposite you in the zodiac. So, for instance, when the sun is in your own sign, which is like your birthday, like Marie, you're an Aries, so the sun is strong in the spring. That's, that's where you feel the most power, the most strength, maybe even that whole spring to summer quarter. The sun is weakest when it's in your opposite sign, so six months away from you. Libra. You know, is Libra, exactly. Yeah. So the sun is weakest in Libra. Um, Obamacare comes, is born first day of spring, so it's not a good idea from an astrologer's perspective to launch a website that's going to introduce this to, in its opposite sign, which was Libra. I mean, he, he honestly uh-huh. could not have picked a worse time well, to he like, needs, launch. Well, he needs an astrologer to help yeah, well, him with that. well, that's what we always say. <laughs> well, and some presidents have utilized astrologers, and I think it's incredibly wise. I mean, you've given me amazing business advice that I so appreciate that's been 100% accurate. And oh, is, God. oh Thank you. so true. Um, so, so this is kind of weird, but uh, Mars is moving into Libra 
and it's going to be there for like months. Isn't that right. not good? Uh, and the two planets that deal with um, relationships are going to be retrograde next year. Okay, so Mars is moving into Libra. Libra is the zodiac sign of relationships. Right. And then Venus is relationships, and it's in Capricorn, which is a sign of like governments or, or, or ruling powers. So we're, we're going to be seeing a lot of um, shifts and changes in terms of relationships, not only on, on a global level, but also in people's personal lives. And this, uh, these squares and these retrogrades will affect, obviously, people born under Libra and people born under Capricorn. Mm. But those are already two of the signs that are connected to the solstices or the equinoxes. So automatically you would invoke Aries and Cancer as well. Right. Um, <laughs> I know you're like, I'm so glad I had this show. No, I already, I already knew when I saw that, and it's staying like an extraordinary long time in Mars. Uh, it's like seven months. I know. Yeah, usually Mars is just in and out. From yeah, like, you hello, know, like it's a fast planet. Weeks, yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's going to be parking it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, and you know, all my girlfriends are Libras, all of them. My okay. closest girlfriends are Libras, so I guess we're going to have a very exciting seven months. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what's going to be interesting is that Mars um, is not, it, it, it's, it's fascinating the way the characters work in astrology, because Mars is said to be in its detriment when it's in Libra, and so uh, detriment means bad or wounded, so people will be like, oh no, that's a bad thing. But actually, Mars is named after the god of war. Okay, so Mars wants to be warlike in a sign like Aries, where it can be very fiery and inflamed. Well, it doesn't get to be warlike when it's in a sign like Libra, which is ruled by Venus, where it's being told in no uncertain terms, you have to behave yourself, you have to work with other people. So actually what happens here is that this would cool the engines in terms of any sort of animosity, adversity, Mm. or conflict. Yeah, because it's not being allowed to bully, which is what Mars wants to do. It's being told by the teacher, play nice. Right. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. I love that. Yeah. And so, and so actually what will happen is that people are going to be, you know, because Libra is always about the balance. If you've been the follower in a relationship, you'll actually be taking more of the initiative. You're going to Mm. be feeling much more like, you know what? I want to start saying the things that are true to me and that I want. And then if you've been the person who's been in charge of the relationship, you're kind of being moved out of the driver's seat into the passenger seat. Wow. And so so you're going to be much more reliant or, or looking to the other person because it's the nature of Libra to balance. And that's what the uh, energies pretty much portend. So this is kind of a good thing. Oh, wonderful. So I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Christopher Renstrom today. He will be taking your calls. We're going to take a break here for a little bit on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. And before we do that, though, Christopher, what would our callers need so when we can gather information uh, for the readings? Yes, I will need your uh, your birth day and your birth year. Perfect. And then one little simple question or subject matter would be great for us, right? With the with, with the question, right, right, that we can answer quickly. Exactly. Sure. And Sandra Bullock was the answer, by the oh. way, to our audio actress. I was getting to Sandy. And I yeah, I know, right? Poor that. Sandy. That that was heartbreaking. I remember that, you know. But, you it know, really she kind of needed to leave that guy anyway. Jesse James. Yeah, not a good guy. It happens. Yeah. 877-825-8828 <laughs> is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll have more with uh, her and Christopher Renstrom, ruling planet astrologer extraordinaire. There you go. Be right back. Walking in the winter wonderland. In the meadow.
Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. On Friday morning, Manson Mitchell welcomed Kathleen Martin, who joins us to open the alien abduction files. Then on Saturday, Sig Hess, a financial guru for the rest of us, has good advice for handling your holiday budget better. Then meet psychic medium Echo Bodine, author of What Happens When We Die. The good news is we don't. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. Want to help those affected by Typhoon Haiyan in the Philippines? To donate, visit philippinesrelief.adcouncil.org. That's philippinesrelief.adcouncil.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk, 1150. The plans that we made Walking in the winter wonderland Welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. A gorgeous day. In fact, we've had so much beautiful bright light. I'm, I'm absolutely loving it as it comes into the windows and makes the house look so pretty, actually. I still take for granted being in the studio looking westward into the Olympics. And oh, it's no kidding. <laughs> amazing this studio right has now. gorgeous Ugh. views. It's it's beautiful tutorial views. hard to views. turn around and do the show. It is kind of hard. So it's, hard. <laughs> so difficult. But Christopher's here, so it's good. So it's great. Mm-hmm. I wanted to remind everyone that I will be at East West Bookshop tomorrow night between 7.30 and 9. I'm teaching... Um, or giving a talk, actually, Manifesting with Your Spirit Guides. Very exciting. And then the very next day, I'm, I'm teaching an all-day, well, noon to five workshop on December 7th on Saturday, Magnetize Your Dreams into Reality Workshop. So I'm very excited because I love to manifest. It's one of my favorite things. So I love to teach tools and techniques and incorporate your spirit guides in helping you to manifest what you want. That's their job anyway. So we might as well get all of them working for you. And then, Christopher, tonight you are actually teaching a webinar. Yes, I am. Oh. And it's actually about the ruling planets. Oh. And uh, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty much how they came to be and uh, what the ruling planet means for you in your particular chart. So we'll go all the way from the sun to uh, Pluto. And, um, yes, I'm very, very excited about it. Well, it uh, will be at, I believe, about uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Wonderful. And people can go to your website for that information? 
Absolutely. Um, they can go to the website or even my Facebook. Just sort of friend me or, or send me a holler or something like that to Christopher Renstrom, and uh, I can certainly send you the link. Great. And you can also go to my Facebook page. It's on there as well. Thank and, you. Of course, and connect to the link. And I can I can say that not knowing one's ruler, ruling planet, I think, is a problem because, uh, you know, we get so kind of um, – knitted into our sun sign, so to speak. But if you don't know what your ruling planet is, you're missing a lot about yourself. Um, That's what I found out. I I found out a whole lot more about me that made so much information make sense as soon as you clued me into my ruling planet because I really, until I had a reading with you, I didn't even know what a ruling planet was. So, (laughs) It's your patron saint, dead mother, and corporate sponsor and life coach all wrapped up into one. Yeah, it's it's really quite amazing. It it, it helps you to see the full picture of who you are. It's it's quite extraordinary. So um, I love the way you approach astrology. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. And who, who do we have? Yeah, uh, just a reminder to all callers. And uh, once uh, we relieve uh, one listener for a reading with Christopher Renstrom and, of course, Marie, you're welcome to join us at 877-825-8828. Make sure you have your birth information in full so we can get that on to Christopher so he can give a proper reading. So uh, let's start out with Sam. And Sam's calling in from Olympia and uh, newly divorced and thinking about dating back in the game again, hopefully. So, Sam, welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, thank you. Um, yes, what do you, can you shed any insight on that? I'm super excited to be divorced. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's the perfect attitude to have. <laughs> um, it, uh, what's going on right now is that uh, you were born into two ruling planets, which are uh, Jupiter and Neptune. Uh, both of them are connected to water, which is an element that is uh, associated with love in astrology. And uh, we happen to be undergoing some very powerful grand water trine energy right now in the stars. Now that's going to sound like a lot of astrological gobbledygook, but what it basically means is that there is a triangle that is being formed in the heavens above involving all three water signs. And so what an astrologer will do, because we're always working with sympathies, is to try to see where in the horoscope your planets will line up to that energy. And your planets happen to line up to that energy beautifully. So I would imagine that uh, this divorce of yours was something that uh, was a, probably a long time in the making, or you're very, very glad is, is over, you know, so, so it's not something... I don't understand why I waited so long. It's, it's, it's a water thing. Water Time for water is slower than it is for the other elements. If you're born under fire, it's very fast, very sudden. Uh, air is very changeable, very, uh, very uh, breezy. But with water, it takes a long time for that energy to circulate. But once you're ready to move, it's absolute. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you do not go back to where you were before. So this is supported by the energy. What you're also looking to do is move into another relationship. Sometimes people divorce and, you know, they want to go out and play and, and romance and all these different sorts of things. But for you, actually, um, even though part of you might be like, mm, I'm not sure, quite sure about that, you like being with someone. And so that energy is very powerful for you uh, from now uh, until about uh, next July. So I would imagine that you would be finding someone rather quickly. And um, don't be surprised if you click right away and find yourself thinking, wow, I, I think I could be with this person a while. You know, friends may say, well, you might want to check things out or shop around, but you might be like, mm, no, I, I feel pretty comfortable with this person. I, I, I like what's going on here. So I see a very graceful uh, transition because of the watery energy, which is going on right now in the heavens. 
Wow. Okay, Sam, going to put on those dancing shoes and head out onto the dance floor. I will. I'm there. <laughs> okay. Have a wonderful day. Hey, thank you. So, Christopher, I um, wanted to ask about the eclipses in 2014. Do you know, well, of course you do know, what is the focus of the eclipses for next year? Um, the eclipses are always going to be, uh, an eclipse in astrology will always be a life course corrector. Okay, so if you're a sign which, um, <coughs> excuse me, is affected by an eclipse, you can expect some sort of uh, change in your life direction or, or, or course. Now, when people hear things like that, and, and eclipses also used to have a very dramatic reputation, it's always like, oh my goodness, I have to start shaking my shoes, something bad's going to happen. A lot of times the eclipses can be like, you know that situation you were settling for? There's an eclipse now through it, and now you need to leave that situation. So, so those actions that you said you were going to take one day, all of a sudden an eclipse will say, you need to take it right now, or you don't even need to take it. You are taking it right now. So, so all of a sudden those things that we saw as being further down the road or we'll get around to one time suddenly are up front and center during the time of, of an eclipse. And so they can be a little bit overwhelming or alarming, but at the same time, they are course correctors. It's not something random, uh, like maybe Uranian transit, where it just sort of kicks over the game table or, or, or knocks everything upside its head. An eclipse is you're leaving the situation, and now you're going to move to this other situation. So the signs that are going to be affected, because we're moving from one eclipse cycle to another, are going to be um, Libra and Aries and Taurus and Scorpio. And indeed, um, people born under Taurus and Scorpio have been dealing with this energy since October of 2012, and the eclipse cycle moved very quickly through it. So I know that Taurians particularly will be very happy with that information because things have been very um, stressed out for them financially and, and, and in the area of love. Uh, ironically, more so than for Scorpios. They don't seem to have been bearing uh, the, the bad side of that as much of Tor- as Taurians have, and, and Taurians have had a, had a difficult time of that. And then, of course, you throw in the other two signs, would be, which would be Leo, Barack Obama, and, and Aquarians. But it's the Taurians that have really been stressed. Um, and then it moves into uh, Libra and Aries. And so what those two signs, and as you can imagine, seem to be getting a lot of airplay, Libra and Aries, you know, with the uh, <laughs> retrogrades and the eclipses. But these are very exciting and dynamic times for those two signs, and, and that will rule for the next two years. Um, Aries particularly is coming to the other side of uh, of a life shift uh, that began a couple of years ago where it was just sort of very surprise. What am I going to do with my life? And within this year and the next will be a sense of like, ah, oh, now I see where I'm going. Now I see, you know, uh, that I can actually accomplish and achieve these things. So I see a very fulfilling time for Aries in particular. Oh, good news for me. Yay. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? Who do we have? Sure. Uh, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to the Marie Manucherry Show. Today's guest, so we have uh, Christopher Renstrom on, a ruling planet man. He's extraordinary, and of course, he's our astrologer. And if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828. Elizabeth now calling in from California. It looks like she had a question about uh, a new career, maybe if uh, Christopher can see in the stars. So, Christopher and uh, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hi, hi, Christopher. Hi, Marie. Hello. Hi. Um, Yeah, I have a new career coming in. I actually called into the show about a year and a half, and Marie, you told me to quit my job and to go travel. And a year ago, actually today, I did that. I went to South America for six months. Wow. 
Yeah, I'm so proud amazing. of you. It's so Thank hard you. for people to do that, and yet, and 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 was it life changing for you? It was so life changing. It was. I was scared to do it, but I was. It was so worth it. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So, um, for the, about the last six months, I've just been kind of like resettling in, and um, haven't feel like I fully landed yet, and. Um, mm-hmm. I have a job that's going to start in January that I'm pretty excited about, and I just ended a relationship, and I just turned 30, so there's a lot of things going on for me right now. And all these things would be described by the Saturn return, which is what you're going through right now. The ages of 28 to 30 are very important ages in astrology, as are the ages of 58 to 60, because this is when you go through your first Saturn return. Saturn is the planet of trials, tests, and tribulations. And again, it used to have a little bit of a nasty reputation in astrology, but what Saturn will do is that it teaches you by withholding things from you in your life. Okay. There are certain planets that will um, motivate you. There are certain planets that will egg you on. There are certain planets that will seduce you. Um, Saturn is a planet that is connected to learning life lessons, and it teaches by withholding or making things difficult. Now, it doesn't do it to torture you. It does it to make you let go of the things that are no longer working in your life and to clear out the dead wood, uh, anything that doesn't really serve you. And it, it lays down new foundation that is stronger and more solid of what came before, a new foundation for you to build the next uh, uh, chapter of your life. It is called the planet of the rite of passage uh, because it marks the ending of youth and the beginning really of maturity and adulthood, which pretty much correspond to the ages of 28 and 30 in our society. Um, that whole sort of 28, 29 period would have been very, um, uh, basically it's your 2011, 2012 would have been the changing goalposts in your life where you really didn't know what direction things were going in. And there would have been a lot of unraveling uh, that began in earnest in October 2012. And because of the eclipse in Scorpio, it lasts one year. So it takes us to October 12, uh, 2013. And at that point, you would have felt like, okay, I'm on, the goalposts aren't moving around anymore. The, the, the room isn't spinning. I can figure out where I want to go from here. And so you began the second year of your uh, Saturn return, uh, October uh, 2013 to October 2014, and this is the reintroduction of things that were taken away. So anything that was on weak footing, relationships, finances, career, status in life, would have been wiped away in that October 2012 to October 2013 period. And then almost like brought to ground level, and that's in order for you to go and build a truer and a stronger foundation. So pretty much what you're describing to me uh, from an astrological perspective, you're very in keeping with the clock. You're, you're, uh, you're, it, it all seems to be very, very uh, simpatico. I agree. It feels like she's just right on time, showing up at the right place at the right time. Feels great, and I think take, you know taking time off and just chilling with yourself, like giving yourself that sabbatical that you did, um, impressive, beautiful, and courageous. So congratulations yeah. again. Thank and you it's very so important much. for Sagittarius. Your ruling mm-hmm. planet Jupiter is in Sagittarius, and you need to travel and go to foreign locations. That's what Sagittarians yeah. <laughs> do. You know, <laughs> so.
So taking time off and just like, okay, I'm going to go relocate, like spin the globe right here. You know, that's yeah. perfect because it clears yeah. it clears your mind and, and gives you the change of scenery that you need. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Good luck with your new career. And, you know, it's my middle daughter, Misha, is a Sag. And, uh, and I know Texas isn't a foreign location, but a little foreign for a Seattleite. You know, it's a very different um, community. And she is having a blast there. She's on her second year of of graduate school and just loves um, the hospitality of the South and um, and meeting new people with new ideas and new belief systems. She's having a wonderful time. That's perfect. And it sounds like what Elizabeth did when she just left her entire career and then bounced yeah. and went to, what was it, South America, yeah. South Africa or whatever. South and, America. Yeah, and, and just had to uproot. I mean, it happens. And yeah. And it's kind of good for the brain. It's really great for the brain. So, Christopher, I've... I've I'm very curious about this, but do you think that Hillary Clinton will run for president? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm really, I was hoping you would say that. Cause oh, that's, a doubt. She's born under Pluto. Yeah. I, my nickname for people born under Pluto, Scorpios. Uh-huh. They're like Freddy Krueger or Jason from those movies. <laughs> you think you've destroyed them and then they come back. Quite the know? comparison there. <laughs> That's and no funny. How many times they're dumped in the you know lake of fire or thrown out the cliff or whatever, <laughs> they come walking through the flames stronger than ever. You know, and that's what Scorpios are like. They are made stronger through ordeals and the transformations that arise from them. So. Oh, I'm so happy because I think she could be our very first you know, woman president. Oh, absolutely. And I would just be thrilled. That's always been the plan with her, no matter how. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, oh, that is great news. So, so when do you think she's going to announce this? Uh, I would imagine uh, she's. Uh, I, I mean, uh, not. I would switch from my astrologer cap to practical cap probably after the midterm elections. <laughs> you know, sort of <laughs> see see what that climate's like. You know, I mean, and she's. It's not going to be an easy thing to do because Biden is the vice president. He's also a Scorpio, so you know. Why do you think he would run? Because he would not win. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Like Jason and Freddy Krueger, <laughs> keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have a chance. I mean, I like Biden. I, I think he's like a perfect vice president, in my opinion. You know, I mean, he slips up a few things. You know, but who doesn't? I mean, if you're characterizing someone that can take the lead role, and those some of those that kind of play the backseat right. role are he's, better he's for it. There's backseat. nothing wrong with. Yeah, he does a great. I like him. I think mm. he's funny. You know, but, I like but him. You could see why there would have to be some negotiation. Right. <laughs> who wears? the pants and that <laughs> okay so back to well of course presidency is a serious topic yes. but mm-hmm. um this is a, a more of a serious talk, topic for me do you see any new trends in cancer research coming up that could make significant um changes I think there's, uh, I would open it up to just sort of everything dealing with the outlook of health. Mm. Um, yes, I do think that there's going to be, uh, I think in the next where are we right now? We're halfway through the uranium cycle in Aries. I would say like in the next three and a half years. Okay, three and a half we're years. We're going to see some some really astonishing, um, because whenever Uranus goes through Aries, there always seems to be a bump forward with, with science and, and medical research and things along those lines. And so I think in the next three and a half years that uh, Uranus is in Aries, we're going to be seeing um, a lot of, of, of developments that, that are coming through. Uh, I think one of them is going to be uh, the stem cell, whether it's stem cell or some sort of uh, biotechnology based on stem cell research, but we're going to be seeing that breaking through uh, probably in the next year and a half.
half or two oh, years. That's amazing. You yeah. know, because, you know, I'm and I know you are as well. I'm just a firm believer in how can we pump up the immune system, not kill it, right. which is the way medicine has looked at a lot of, you know, disease processes is through killing right. it, which in some cases, you know, having surgery is a great idea to take something out of the body when you need well, exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. But repressing but, you know, the. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, a, a lot of our attitudes are changing. I mean, what I would throw in this as well would be, um, you know, I think with the Saturn and Scorpio, what we're just starting to see the stirrings ever that we're, or it's going to be gaining more momentum, is a right to die movement mm. of, of people having the right to die. I mean, yeah. a lot of our medicine and science has also changed the way that people die. You know, they're not dying the way that they died 75 years ago. Now someone might say like, well, that's because of better medicine, Christopher. And, you know, not necessarily. Not ne- but no, no, exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily. And that whole process and passing has been altered and changed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, and so I think that there's going to be also a reconnecting to, to that and a redefinition of it. Oh, I I love that. That makes me very happy. I was recently, excuse me, almost <coughs> sneezing on the air. Live radio, <laughs> <laughs> exactly live radio. It's like it's like live ballet, right? You never know what's going to happen. Oh, you never do, and sometimes, and that's what makes it so suspenseful. <laughs> yes, and, and maybe not all of our listeners know, but Christopher's partner is Adam, and he is the artistic creator for. Um, Ballet West in Utah, and of course the reality show um, Breaking Point, which is one of my favorite shows. I love it. Aww. I'm like, I'm like, okay, when is the next season going to start? I'm like, come on, you know. Negotiations with that oh, right now because I I keep checking. I, I'm always on Hulu. What's going on? <laughs> season two, hopefully. Pardon? Did I'm, you see season two? Of course, I did. Okay, yes. yeah, because I know I, how you could be behind. I know I'm behind, <laughs> obviously, on the Millionaire Matchmaker, but yeah, Breaking but you're up to date on the other. Programs. I am. I'm, I'm up to date on Breaking Point. I must admit, I am, and I'm like dying right. to know what's going to happen. You know, priorities I totally in Marie's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, there was recently an article that I read about a physician who um, had cancer, and of course went through tons of treatments. She was in her 50s when she was re-diagnosed again, and her husband also a physician, they decided to not be very aggressive with her disease in terms of conventional medicine because she did not want to die in the ICU, which is what you were talking about. You know, with modern medicine, people can be living long periods of time, but with tubes connecting to them. Exactly. And, you know, because they're both, you know, physicians, they had seen a lot of their own patients die in ways that they did not want to leave their bodies. And so I love that this new... Um, that you're seeing this more awareness because unless you've worked in a hospital or you've been with someone who's going through a terminal illness, most people don't know what they go through. They, right. they really and, and, don't and have an idea. Correct. Well, that's why Jacqueline Onassis removed herself from the hospital. I mean, they kept it very hush-hush, but it was so that she could die at home. Absolutely. And yeah. she had set it up so that she could do that. You know, because uh, we're all going to leave our bodies at some point. This is mm-hmm. not a permanent reality. And I think we would all love to be content, pain-free, surrounded, you know, as much as possible, surrounded well, by I those mean, that we love, looking well, out the window. And, and it makes sense if you think about it, because, you know, with so much uh, focus on the birthing of life, mm. you know, the, the, the caring of the child and, and then the birthing of the child and all those techniques and, and how much that has changed, it makes perfect sense that, the, that, you know, one would go and re-examine the way that we pass from one world to the next. Mm. Perhaps, and wouldn't it be lovely with as much care and nurturing oh, and, and, and comfort as the way that we come into the world? Heaven. 
Well, I'm having the pleasure and the honor of interviewing Christopher Renstrom. I've interviewed you many times. It's always a joy. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Chair Show, and we'll be right back. Join Marie this December at East West Bookshop in Seattle for two events you won't want to miss. Friday, December 6th, Marie will be giving a talk on manifesting with your spirit guides from 7.30 to 9 p.m. Then on Saturday, December 7th, she will be teaching a workshop on how to magnetize your dreams into reality from noon to 5 p.m. Marie will be doing live readings at both events. Register online at eastwestbookshop.com or call 800-587-6002. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you soar to new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. The only thing I didn't learn in school today is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Manifesting dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order the Affirm Your Worth cards online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. This is Alternative Talk, 1150. Got it? Cool. I just love jazz. Thank you. That is great. I'm going to have to find a holiday jazz um, thing going on because that is just gorgeous music. It's from the Charlie Brown Christmas. Though. You're kidding. No, oh. you can't go wrong with Vince Guaraldi. 
Apparently not. That is just beautiful. Happy holidays again, everyone. Regardless of what you celebrate, we hope that your holidays are filled with love and deliciousness. In fact, how's it going to go for, you know, at least in the U.S. during the holiday season? And what do the stars say for everyone? Bye-bye-bye. Uh-oh. What is... Oh, bye? What? Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, oh. I it was like, goodbye. I know. Yeah, I was like, It's different than bye. <laughs> you mean shopping? Yep. <laughs> Cha-ching. I guess what we're looking for. Oh, yeah. It's Jupiter and Cancer, and Jupiter oh. and U.S. was born under Cancer, so it, it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, purchase, purchase, ka-ching, ka-ching. Oh, my gosh. My house is going on the market. <laughs> I'm getting it ready now. Uh, oh. If you are thinking of putting a house on the market, um, uh, take it seriously because Jupiter is in Cancer. Right. And so Cancer is the zodiac sign of real estate, home, and property. And Jupiter is prosperity. So, know. you know, we're going to see definite improvement in the uh, housing market. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge. Just if, if I could find the perfect house for me, my house would be on the market tomorrow. Don't forget, though. Yeah. And and the energy lasts until July. Of I know, yeah. I know, and believe me, my whole house is almost completely redone. <laughs> so, oh, so you have your game face on I already? Have my game face See, on. Yeah, I just got a couple She's things I to need go. to do that I could get done in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my game face is on. So who, who do we have? <laughs> sure, we'll take uh, Lisa, who is calling in from Bremerton, and she had a career question. So Lisa, welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and Christopher Renstrom. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, um, so I have my career path. I just get stuck. Uh-huh. So I lose momentum uh-huh. with where I'm at. So I'm a, I do body work, and uh-huh. I want to teach astrology. Okay, and, and, and so what have you gotten stuck with exactly? Is it your clients or, or building, or what exactly, uh, motivation? Mm-hmm. What do you mean when building. you say you got stuck? Yeah, I'm in the building phase in both of them. Okay, okay. Um, right now, uh, you're act- you should actually be at a pivotal point, um, and this might have started last spring, um, and it might have begun with something falling away or not working out. Okay. Right. Um, and if that makes any sort of sense to you, that was a good thing, mm-hmm. okay, because that thing falling away or not looking out was perhaps something that you were putting a lot of energy into, which wasn't really going to go anywhere. Not necessarily because it was a bad choice. Uh, I'm dealing with Saturn here, so that always brings up the question of time. Maybe the timing for it was wrong or or something along those lines. But when we come into this spring, um, you should actually have a very clear idea, again, of, of the way forward for yourself because the Uranian energy is very strong. Uranus is planet of revolution and change, but it's also the planet of revelation. And so what will happen as we get closer to March is that there will almost be um, a, a, a door that opens and, and where you say to yourself, oh, that's where I need to go. And that will be absolutely the way to go for you in the future. The other thing that you have to sort of watch out for is what I call the micromanaging tendencies. Okay, and that may be, that could range anything from second-guessing yourself to maybe perhaps getting more lost in the details, uh, the resources of how to make something happen rather than just making it happen. Uh, you, you have a naturally innovative energy, but from what I see with the planets here, there can also be a lot of second-guessing that goes on, um, and that can sometimes take away from your vision and your motivation. It's almost like putting the cart in front of the horse. And sometimes you just have to go with what feels right 
and play those cards out and not, you know, sort of turn them over to see what they look like underneath or, or something like that. Just just sort of go ahead and, and play that energy out. But um, I would imagine that there was a removal of something that wasn't working. Uh, now it's kind of a holding period, but once we get into uh, the spring, there will be a much clearer idea of where of where to go. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, do you think there's this hard part about just making decisions, which is what I think you were talking about in that micromanagement? Like, it's just hard to, like, okay, this is it. I'm going to stay focused with this. Christopher, do you think that that was what was going on? Well, yeah, because there's a Uranus in Virgo. Mm. And what can sometimes happen with Uranus in Virgo is it thinks too much. Mm. You know, it's a cliche until you're the person who's dealing with it, you know. Right. Um, there can be a thinking too much. And then what I've also sometimes seen with that kind of Virgo and energy is a reluctance to leave something behind like a formula for success or a mm. business plan or something like that, simply because it's familiar. Mm. Even if it's not working, there can be a reluctance to leave it behind. And um, and it's important to be like, you know what, that really isn't working. Just it's time to go forward with, with, with another idea right now. Wow. Okay, great. Who do we have next, Vinny? Sure, we'll take Bridget now calling in from L.A. And it uh, looks like struggling, excuse me, struggling writer. And uh, oh. will things turn around for her? So we'll see. Bridget, welcome to the show. Hi, how is everyone? Good, how are you doing today, Bridget? Good, thank you. I'm so happy to talk to you. Okay, so uh, you're a struggling writer, and what are you struggling with? Um, well, I, I feel like I was born to be a writer. I, I've wanted to be a writer since I learned to read. Right. And I live in L.A. I had a movie deal fall apart a few years ago, and then I've decided to go um, become an independent author and just, start writing books and self-publishing through Amazon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm struggling to even sell on Amazon. And I, I just think it's it's really hard to market and self-promote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is what I'm looking at. You are a writer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there are a lot of writers born under the zodiac sign of cancer, like Ernest Hemingway comes to mind and Marcel Proust. Uh, cancer is the interior life. Um, so so cancers you often see connected to writing, painting, anything which can be image or words but isn't really spoken. It's it's interior. You know, like when we read, we read to ourselves. We don't really read out loud at the top of our lungs or anything like that. Um, so you do have that ability of writing very strong. You've got the sun there along with Venus and, and Mars and Mercury in Gemini, the sign of the scribe. So that's all good for writing. Your current frustrations stem from the fact that your ruling planet is the moon in Scorpio. And right now, uh, it looks like it may be. Uh, if you were born later on in the day, it may be Sagittarius. So that's because the moon uh, moves pretty quickly. But it sounds to me like there's a Saturn energy that's going on, um, which would be prominent right right now. Um, did you make the career decision or shift in the 2011-2012 period of time? Um, well, that's when I went back to books. But the thing is, I have to work other jobs just to survive. Because right, exactly. But as a writer, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, the thing is, I think what's important is for you to produce the material that you feel is right for you. Um, my sense is that it might the difficulty might have been more with medium than it is with your actual writing. You know, for instance, if you're living in Los Angeles, of course, you want to produce a movie script and a movie deal or something like that. But there are also different forms or modes of writing, and there are different ways of, of avenues or paths of taking to arrive at a movie script or something along those lines. But what I would do is, I, and I know it's very draining and exhausting, any sort of, 
you know, freelance work or you're in charge of your own company, you know, where you have to go from gig to gig and, and rustle up that kind of revenue, it's incredibly <laughs> exhausting and draining because not only are you doing the work, but you also have to do the marketing and all those sorts of things. But what I would do with Jupiter and your sign right now until uh, July is I would really focus on generating the material that you want to generate, perhaps uh, focus less on the marketing. If something's on Amazon and selling, great, you know, let it let it just sort of hang out there. But bring the mind away from the marketing thing and bring it back more to the content that you want to produce, the story that you want to tell, especially from now to July. And then that story will dictate its medium, whether it's going to be a book or a screenplay or, you know, who knows, a video game or something like that. But, you know, the, the, the story that you want to tell will create its medium. Don't get so enslaved in the medium that you're not doing the real work, which is telling the story. Wow. Yeah. I believe in that, and I feel like that's um, mostly what I do. But I'm getting ready to move to Kentucky in the spring to work on a book that. Mm. Is, uh, I think that that's. Are, are you relocating to go and live? Yeah, yeah, at least a year just to do the research. I think that that's. I think that that's wonderful. I and do the reason, too. Um, I, I really encourage that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Jupiter going through your sign. Jupiter is a planet goes through a sign. Cancer. Jupiter going through your sign is pull up stakes and move out of state or out mm-hmm. of country. That's mm-hmm. always the inclination or the impulse when Jupiter is going through your sign. Okay. Oh. So the fact that I'm hearing that you would relocate to a different place to write, uh, perhaps a place that's not going to be identified with, you know, this is the home run you have to hit or, or whatever, you know, that will allow you to focus on your art and, and perhaps live in a more sustainable lifestyle. Um, I would imagine it would be a more sustainable lifestyle. These are good things. These are pluses because it gets you back in touch with your talent, um, which is something that we can lose touch with a lot these days with Twitter and, and, and Facebooks and, and movies and, you know, this barrage of information. So you need that quiet place as a cancer to to write and to tell the story and a sustainable life, and then all of a sudden it's going to be organic rather than fragmented. Yeah, I agree. It sounds wonderful. And we wish you the best of luck with your career. Um, And we thank you so much for calling into the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, Christopher, people can actually sign up for a class you're teaching tonight on Ruling Planets, and it's an online webinar. Yes. Very exciting. They can go to rulingplanets.com, find out all kinds of information about you and your work, and subscribe to yes, Ruling Planets. Subscribe for a dollar ninety nine a month, and it's totally worth it. <laughs> it really is. You get a daily horoscope, your cosmic alert, uh, duck and cover days. All yeah. sorts of things. <laughs> Those duck and cover days—that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that, and we're so happy that you're having such a wonderful time on Millionaire Matchmaker into Aww. its seventh season. Starts tonight, did you say? Yes, it does on Bravo. Uh, I don't know what the times are, but I know it's Bravo, and and maybe they're run, uh, running a marathon of Missy. So you may be watching Missy all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Oh, thank you, Marie. It's a pleasure. It is a pleasure. Happy holidays to you and Adam, and good luck at the with the Nutcracker. Okay, absolutely, and happy holidays to you and everybody out there. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to seeing people tomorrow night at East West Bookshop, where I'm giving a talk on manifesting with your spirit guides. You can go to eastwestbookshop.com. 
the tickets do sell out pretty quick. Um, so uh, if you're thinking about it, you might want to give them a call as soon as the show's over with and get some more tickets. And then I, the very next day on Saturday, magnetize your dreams into reality, noon to five. One of my favorite things to do. I always do live readings when I'm teaching. And we hope that you're having a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are, summer, spring, or winter, and whatever part of the world you're in. Thank you so much for tuning into the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you.